On the Record with Gavin Riley. Brought to you by PwC on News Talk. I have Gary Gannon, who is a uh, central, Dublin Central TD, to talk to in a second. But Jim O'Callaghan, of course, is Fianna Fáil's Justice spokesperson, has been talking about why we need extra Garda numbers. Certainly part of the answer, Luke, is the, the provision of more Garda. I think if you compare Dublin, the city centre of Dublin, in comparison to other European cities, like we don't have the level of Garda visibility that you'd have uh, in other European cities. And as well, the advantage of having Gardaí on the ground and visible is that, first of all, it acts as a deterrent to people who are considering getting involved in criminal activity. But secondly, it provides a sense of security and safety for the people uh, in the area. So, like, more Gardaí on the street is not the only solution, but I think it has to be part of the solution. And, of course, that gives rise to the issue as, well, where are we going to get more Gardaí from? Because, as you know, we have a recruitment crisis in the Gardaí at present. Yes, that was Jim O'Callaghan, who is the Fianna Fáil spokesperson on Justice, talking to Luke O'Neill um, yesterday here on News Talk. I'm now joined in studio by Gary Gannon, who is a Social Democrats TD for Dublin Centre. There are four of them in the constituency, and they all take a very close uh, interest in these things. Gary, we've heard a lot of stuff about... And we heard it in the pay-per-view. I don't know how much of it you got to hear, but, you know, some people say it's a guard the numbers problem. Some people say it's it's a deep social problem going back for years in the constituency, deprivation that's been there. Some people think it's about youth today and COVID. Yeah. <laughs> the answer, of course, is probably all of the above, right? So we yeah, can't just isolate one. But where are you after the week we've had? We've now got an arrest, by the way, so we need to be careful uh, how course, we uh, talk yeah. about this subject, uh, at least in some respects. But it, it, from your point of view... Is this purely a Garda number issue at this point? Because the, the presence of extra Garda, it has been proven in a lot of literature, has a deterrent effect. Is that the first thing we need to do? Because it's probably the thing mm. we can do more immediately. The issues of deeply embedded social deprivation in that constituency, they're not going to be solved in six months, right? No, they're not going to be solved in six months. And I might come back to the kind of the more medium to longer term solutions. That does... Um, that does cater for tackling those long or more insidious problems. Garden numbers are going to be a problem. We've fallen below 14,000 guards in the state. Um, but we still have to allocate that provision of guards based on where we need them most. And I can't imagine a place where we need more guard, more greater guard presence and in the central part of our capital city. I mean, at a very minimum, people have a right to go into the city centre for whatever purpose they may need and feel safe. Fundamental to that feeling of safety and how many more Gardaí do we need, do you think, in your opinion? Like, are we talking about posting four or five on O'Connell Street but and a few more on top? Like, are we talking hundreds of extra Gardaí? No, What's I your don't sense think, of it? But we're not talking about hundreds of extra Gardaí, but we are talking about Gardaí on the street. If you go to any other European capital, for example, you'll see people there in uniforms creating a presence. And I do believe Emma, policing in a city centre environment is different to policing in a residential, urban, inner city environment. I think guards would like to see around O'Connell Street, around Grafton Street, um, around the city centre as a whole they're just a presence there they're talking to people they're engaging with tourists they know the names of the people who run the businesses they're able to identify people who are hanging around who may be about to engage in antisocial behaviour that requires a visible consistent presence of Gardaí if you think for example where I work at the minute in, in the doll um, at any one time there'll be eight Gardaí outside that gate but your security isn't great there either apparently. well no it's not great and that has its own problems but there's eight Gardaí outside that gate at any one time those guardies are taken away from Pier Street Garda Station. Pier Street Garda Station is only allocated a certain number of 
Gardaí and if there's sick calls, if they have to go off and place a protest, if they have to send eight Gardaí up to um, stand outside Leinster House, that takes away from those numbers in that station. And this Operation Citizen, which was announced in October, it got halfway through COVID, have you noticed any success coming from that programme on the ground? No, and it's very hard. It's not, and I, look, I don't want to take shots at the Gardaí because, I mean, the Gardaí themselves are doing better as good with as many resources as you have. My problem with the Gardaí is there's not enough of them. But we have these operations. <laughs> there was one a couple of years ago called Oper- Operation Tor. Now we are into Operation Citizen. They sound great, you have to admit, but Operation why we, Tor. Why do we need <laughs> operations for policing in the city centre? Is there any other European citizens? Well, I suppose it's trying to put a special emphasis for a period of time. Why a period of time? Well, this is the thing I don't get. Why isn't there policing in the city centre? We just have an allocated number of guards there who we will know will be there consistently. We don't need special operations every couple of months to think that we can tackle antisocial behaviour and then it'll go away for good. What I'd like to see from the Justice Minister um, is what is is the strategy for policing in the city centre? How can we make our capital city safe? And one of the things I've been asking for, Emma, is across task force that's overseen by the Taoiseach's office now look I appreciate when you. I hear the word task force yeah, I know uh, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel many I people with confidence of course you do but can I just say in the absence I've been a city councillor for the north inner city and surrounding areas for six years I've been a TD for what three and a half four years now so nearly ten years as a public representative in centre of Dublin I do not see any joined up leadership nobody's in control it's the Gardaí when you talk about issues in relation to open drug dealing for example will say they can't police what is essentially a health what is a health issue. Um, if you talk about local authorities about dereliction, poor street lighting, the decay of the city that leads to the feeling of, it's, of feeling unsafe, they will talk about resourcing. They'll point to the Department of Housing for dereliction. What the capital city needs is some degree of task force. Call it what you want. It should be overseen by the Taoiseach. A Lord Mayor for Dublin? Uh, no, well, not an executive mayor for Dublin with executive powers. Oh my God, that would make yeah, a like massive a, difference. Yeah, a mayor in the sense of having Absolute, their own yeah, office powers, legislation. Years, uh, who will stand in front of an electorate and say, this is my vision for the city and four or five years after that the city gets to hold that person to account. We don't have that at the minute and I believe the city is the lesser for it and when I talk about the city I mean the whole city probably even outside of Dublin City Council. Um, so do you as somebody who travels around the constituency you're known there you got elected so presumably you're, you're, you know, people are aware of you yeah. What what do you put, why did a fourteen year old do this in your opinion? What's driving the young people that so, did this? I'm not asking you to be an amateur psychologist, yeah. but you're you're on the ground. So um, why would a group of young fellas go and kick a man unprovoked in the head on the ground? Because that's that's what we need to know is what is it that would drive a youngster? It's not for robbery, remember. This mm-hmm. was not no cash yeah. was taken off this but man. That is the this long. wasn't uh, like in one gang fighting another. What is that if, thing? That's the piece and, we need to and if, to get to I, the I need to be really careful here in terms of the sure. nature of those. Um, but if you're aware of some of the groups that would have been involved in an incident like that, it does come back to the whole thing of hoard people, hoard people. If you understand the kind of the background of those young people, where they're coming from, um, the trauma that they will have experienced generationally in their own life, those people are creating. They are perfect. They experience a perfect melting pot, but which they can replicate that trauma on and on and on. And that's been happening in the north. Now people will say to you, lots I of know. people have faced uh, trauma and don't go out and do that. Yeah, exactly. Do people do have access to mental health supports, do have access to alternatives to violence, um, can have positive mentors in their life, all of the things that kind of make a difference in that regard. So I think there is a multifaceted approach. Policing should be kind of the more immediate solution. But I, and I hate using the term, but the old kind of Tony Blair tough on crime, tough on the crosses of crime is really important there. But your listeners who are listening might remember the fact that six years ago there was an North Inner City Task Force set up 
by uh, Fine Gael government that spent 34 million. You see, million. task forces. But I, so <laughs> that didn't do anything, that 44 one, so. million, yeah, but that, I don't believe it's done anything because I don't believe it was really, the metrics of success for that particular task force were way off and are also the manner in which their lines were drawn were very arbitrary. Didn't take into account O'Connell Street, for example, Talbot Street. Um, so what I would like to see is proper um, penetrative structures. How many young people from the north inner city or surrounding constituencies uh, like that get to go on to university, for example? How much are we investing in sport, culture? Does everyone have access? Because like, I know the football team, so there's a local boxing club down there sure. that can barely keep the lights on at the minute. I don't so think these tasks... The, the doll is currently in recess, so there's nothing you can do personally in the, in the sense of it's parliament, right? There's nothing yeah. you can do. But when they do come back, and we, what we don't want to happen is the politics of the last assault... What what will the sock Dems do when we all come yeah. back and Helen McEntee is sitting? Are you going to put um, down a motion and what, what already, are you going to yeah. put so, in front of a committee? So just, what are you going to do? So just to be clear, over the last since the primetime documentary that was on about O'Connell Street over a year ago now, I believe I have been asked by the Taoiseach to take a. Oh, task force is an awful word <laughs> but Dublin City Council the HSE the Garda Sukhana the local youth work infrastructure around the table have immediate goals I think the Taoiseach needs to be intervening here the Taoiseach makes big statements about how we've lost law and order He's, I mean that's an incredible indictment of his own term of office of a party that believes themselves to be a party of law and order what we need is the Taoiseach to have some degree of task force for the city centre of Dublin because at the minute the city centre isn't safe it doesn't feel safe but I need to also think uh, without the doll being a player or not I mean for myself we've been going around the local football teams local youth clubs trying to find out that question once again how do we re, re how do we re-engage with these hard to reach and these, these youngsters that are involved in this they, because they're minors they may not get any jail time they may be put down the, the but, um, yeah. justice diversion but, so, youth diversion but, but Emma well, what do you think about that because that's going to hit people as strange and, but like if your listeners are listening in at the minute you'll think those young people they deserve to feel um justice in whatever way that comes but that's not going to make the city centre safe I mean the attack that happened on the Ukrainian actor a couple of weeks ago was from a very different cohort the people that are stealing bikes in the city centre the level of open drug dealing there's a plethora of issues in the city centre that won't be solved by locking up a small number of people it requires leadership and a multifaceted approach and actually that ne- that hasn't happened yet nobody's in charge yeah, of this. city sure. we, 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 uh, the task force word makes me nervous but um, I know what you mean yeah. call it whatever you want but, but it's bringing other cities it's, have a mayor yeah, executive bringing, authority that brings people bring agencies the table. together yeah around, I mean yeah. I'm not against the minister yeah. for, for urban affairs either but um, we need respo- we need somebody we need people who can be held responsible here OK listen thanks for the moment for giving your contribution it's been a tough week for that part of Dublin there has been an arrest so the debate to some degree will close down a little bit in the next few days but hopefully it won't fully thanks for now Gary Gannon who is a Social Democrats TD and he's in the Dublin Central constituency he's also their spokesperson on education uh, social protection foreign affairs and a few other things in a smaller party you have to be multifaceted and multitask so thank you very much Gary for coming in On the Record with Gavin Riley, Sunday morning at 11 Brought to you by PwC Great minds think unalike Different skill sets, diverse opinions, it all adds up to the new equation. On News Talk.